Here we go. Oak Creek, off Ooh. last night at like 6 o'clock, we still have rain. Like, what are we doing here? How does this affect you at all? It doesn't. But I have three hours to fill here. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrano. Happy Snow Day for those of you who choose to celebrate on this Tuesday morning. I guess it's not really up to you. I suppose it could be. Keep your kids home if you want, <laughs> for whatever reason. Everybody shut it down, though. Pretty much. Made the call Some late, made the call later than some. In fact, I don't think Milwaukee Public Schools closed until early this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then uh, I would never want to be a superintendent who's balancing all of that. You know, what's right for the safety of your staff and for the children, of course, who attend your schools, for the bus companies that provide transportation. There's all of that to consider. You want to get news out early enough for parents to make a plan. I don't think there was ever a more stressful thing in our family as when the kids were little and my wife and I both worked. Right. What do you do? And we didn't know what was going to happen. And was she going to have to go to work and I was going to have to go to work and the kids have nowhere to go to find that out at 545 in the morning and she's supposed to leave the house at 615? Like, no good. So I definitely empathize with families who want the information ahead of time as early as possible so they can plan. By the same token, you don't want kids sitting home if the storm turns out to be a nothing burger. Now, they do have days built in so they can get away with it. I think that the bigger issue for school, other than like sometimes you're – you're basically at the whim of whatever the bus driver's situation is. If, they, if if the buses can't get started, then what are you going to do? Or if the buses can't get places. But the one thing schools don't want is to have your kids stuck there. Yeah, there, <laughs> and you can't get yeah, them home. They do not want your kids <laughs> stuck at their school past 4 o'clock or whatever time. Right. So that if that's an issue, like the, they're going to pull the chute every time. Yeah, despite the number of accidents that Debbie's been reporting on through the morning, and we'll get you frequent traffic updates as well if you do have places to go. But you know it has been treacherous in certain stretches. And again, folks are seeing... Very different things if you're close to Lake Michigan than you are even just a few miles away from the lake. That's one of the stories of today's storm as it goes through the day. We had Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nizdansky on live with us at 720 this morning. And Niz said it's going to be a difference of a mile or two is going to be pretty significant. And I can confirm that just based on my drive-in this morning. We live in Greendale, which is, you wouldn't consider it a lakeshore community, but it's not that far from Lake Michigan, right? few miles to the east and you're in Cudahy and you're right there on the lake. And when I woke up, we had a little bit of accumulation, but it was more of an icy, snowy kind of mix that was coming down. And by the time I got even just a mile or two further to the closer to the lake, it was rain. Yep. And so that difference is going to really give us some very, uh, some varied snow totals. I had I mean, to walk through the, uh, the uh, the the steps and the procedures for firing up the old snowblower with my yeah. my kids last night, the boys. I was like, all right. So then you flip this over here, you press this button, you turn this. All right, it's gonna stink. So don't <laughs> right. don't wear your nice pants. It's on fire. <laughs> it's not gonna smell good. Your, your reminder here's where here's where you push the snow. Here's where it goes. So we'll see how that goes today. Interesting conversation with Tausch this morning about you know when can you fire up the snowblower. I think if you have to get out, you have to get out. If you need the snowblower to get out at 3.30 in the morning or whatever. I think 5A is an appropriate time. Right? If you can wait, right, you go 5A. Who's working today? Come on. 
<laughs> I'm kidding. I am aware that people are working. So pretty much everybody off of school today have not seen any outliers who decided to go ahead and have it. And if you're looking out and saying it doesn't look that bad, the focus is on later today and this afternoon when those students would be headed home. A couple of other weather, weather headlines that I, that I pulled off, both based on what Niznansky was talking about and then uh, one of our texters alerted us to this as well. So Niz is also looking at Friday. Yeah. And so what we're going to have here is we're going to get what we get today. And the storm warning, winter storm warning, expires at 3 o'clock this morning. So we should be done then. Actually, they're thinking it'll probably end closer to midnight in terms of what that snowfall. Wednesday, we could get a little bit more. We're looking at Wednesday night. That's only going to be about an inch. But it remains cold. Our high temperature, 34 degrees on Wednesday. Thursday's high, 32. So what we get is going to be sticking around. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Friday's high, 33. And then Niz said... If things hold, and again, we're days out, but if things hold as they might, Friday could be a bigger deal than today. Yeah. Part two, kind of. And that'd be Friday into Saturday, it sounds like. Yeah. So are we looking at an evening event? Probably still too yeah. early to tell. This is, well, the, the system accelerated, or this is the track. You know, they and get these Sunday modeling. looks like something else. Um... What a large part of what they base their forecasting on meteorologists is computer modeling that comes in at different points in the day. And they're like these data dumps that I learned when working with Niz and, and Copeland all those years was these data dumps come at different points of the day. And that's when you get the quote unquote updated numbers. And there's several different models that have different projections. And that's just computer algorithms, right? Based on all the data it spits out, this is what's going to happen. And then the meteorologist's job is to use their science background and what all the things that they learned take into effect Lake Michigan, which is still, what, 40-some degrees mm, right. of water temperature, how that affects things, and then look at those models and say, okay, this one's an outlier. Don't believe that. These two are kind of close. Let's go closer with that. Take in the light. Do all of those things, then they issue their forecast. But there are a couple of points in the day where they get that new data. And obviously, as you get closer to the event, that data becomes more reliable, which is why a few days out, we say Friday. We're still tweaking it. that, yeah. Other thing I want to put in front of you today, and one of our texters alerted us to that on the old National Bank talking text line, and the person just said, you guys looked at the temperatures like next week? Oh, yeah. It's going to get cold. So I just dialed up the um, Weather Channel's 10-day forecast for Milwaukee, and these temperatures will be a little bit warmer, again, still because you have Lake Michigan at over 40 degrees for the water temperature, but we got 30s, 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 Saturday's high... Um, you see, Storm 25. Team 4 has 25, and then Sunday, 9 degrees for the high. Monday's high, 3. Blah. Tuesday, 7. Wednesday, 10. Thursday, 19. Those are the high temperatures. Hope you got a furnace guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. Call Just in case. Brent and Drew over there at Absolute <laughs> Comfort HVAC. Get them in now, or at least have that number ready to go. Oh, man. Absolutely, because when you start getting, when, when the best you get is 3, and a lot of the day is below zero. That's when your furnace well, is cranking. And, and then you have wind chill issues there too, right? If those yeah, wind chills sure. start to dip, then you have closures pop up again. Yeah, all of those days looking like winds in the teen, mid-teens. So, yeah, wind chills would definitely get real cold. Do you ever do the uh, snow plow ride along when you're at I TV? never did. Fantastic. Never, always wanted to. Always wanted to do that too. Gene got to do it. Gene Miller got to do it one time. And he said it was awesome because they drove around for a while. nice and toasty. Yeah, in the truck. It's all good. Their, their coffee. And he said they buried a car. 
Because there's a car sitting on the side of the highway, and there's nothing you can do, and the car just got buried. The plow driver no like, it. It was, was no one. Was the plow driver like, hey, watch this guy. Kind of digging it a little bit. <laughs> Gone. They drive down the residential street where the guy had just finished snow blowing. Hey, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy this new castle wall. <laughs> oh. I mean, pay me now or pay me later. You're going to have to it do has it. It's just have, right. right. I mean, what are they going to do? It hurts when you're just getting done. Or worse still, when you've just wrapped up and you took your boots off and all your stuff, and like 10 minutes later they <laughs> yeah. come through and it's like, ah, oh, do I stay here on the couch with my little hot cocoa? I'm always worried about it, like solidifying. Once it's out there for yeah. a while, it becomes like a castle wall. It, it's like cement out there at the end of the driveway. And then, you know, something else to think about too with this wet snow, right? A lot of the stuff on the bottom, depending on where you live, might be like watery. It's like the slush on the bottom and the snow on the top, and you <laughs> makes that noise right. when you shovel it. Just a <laughs> great text about the people working today. I'm working, I drove in, others out there in healthcare working, so thank you, nurses and doctors. Here's another one. I'm working, I work for a medical logistics company, we'll be picking up and delivering lab specimens and supplies. What about the Amazon people? Are they work in the day? Amazon's working today. They're taking UPS, the picture of your package getting buried. Grubhub guy, you know, no Uber Grubhub Eats. Guy? Oh, yeah, who's who's going out today? Ooh, good Grubhub call. guy's working today for sure. Making the money. Yeah. Okay. So, right, salute to all those folks who have to be on the road, uh, our plow operators and salters as well. Anybody who had to go into work today, appreciate you. This one from Bob in Waukesha. Battery-operated snowplower. There you go. And mower can go out there anytime. Here's another one from the 414. Lesson I learned, don't ever flip off the snowplow. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> How well does that turn out for you ever? <laughs> but do they come after you? <laughs> yeah. They're chasing after you with the with the snow getting thrown from their blade. You know what? They're on their way back to the yard, just completing the shift. I'm going to swing by old Johnson's place one more time and see. Spare <laughs> that mailbox too, why don't we? 823 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Eight twenty-seven on Wisconsin's Morning News. I say Rogers claps back. There's one thing you know about Aaron Rodgers, like him or don't like him or whatever, but he doesn't lay down. What will he say? Okay, so let's rewind. Last week, Aaron Rodgers said this. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. He was referring to the Epstein list, and a lot of people who don't want to see it come out would be Jimmy Kimmel, said Aaron Rodgers. He said he'll pop a bottle if and when that happens because he was inferring that Kimmel would end up on the Epstein list. Where, what's the original beef with Rogers and Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel, late night host Kimmel, on ABC. Yeah. Kimmel's made fun of him before for yeah. his uh, lying about being vaccinated. And Kimmel also made fun of him for, at one point, um, Rogers suggested that any news about UFOs, remember UFOs yeah. kept popping up he, in the news? Somehow popped into that, that conversation. That was a distraction because higher-ups didn't want us talking about the Epstein stuff. That was right. So whether you think it matters or not, Kimmel drew first blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Kimmel making some jokes Kimmel about it. first. Yeah, so anyway, now Kimmel's firing again. You may recall after Rogers had said that last week on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN about, yeah, hey, he's going to be on the list or inferring that. Um, immediately, Kimmel's like, hey, man, knock that, knock that off or, you know, we'll have a lawsuit. Well... He talked last night. Last night was the first show since the new year. Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron. 
Okay? <laughs> so he Solid, immediately that's funny. going after him. This hamster-brained man thinks he knows what the government is up to because he's a quarterback doing research on YouTube and listening to podcasts. I looked it up. This is actually a thing. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. So what is the Dunning-Kruger effect? Aaron Rodgers is too arrogant to know how ignorant he is. <laughs> they let him host Jeopardy for two weeks. Now he knows everything. So Kimmel <laughs> went on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Comedic scale. Pretty solid pretty, comedy. Yeah, there, oh, yeah, some pretty sharp stuff in there. And there's a line, and this is what turns people off sometimes when it gets overly political, is like there's a line between being funny and then just being mean. Sure. He was up, up on that line. A couple of those were like, oh, that's just mean. That's I'm not laughing. But most of it was pretty funny. I'll grant him that. So Kimmel did won't say, be on the list. I've never met Epstein, blah, blah, blah. He also went into a, a lot of discussion about... How actually my my wife is hearing from people now. My mail carrier hears from people, my kids. And his point yeah. being like, hey, don't say things because people pick up on that. And then all of a sudden they're making threats. Uh, he went on. I think Aaron Rodgers has the right to express any opinion he wants. But saying someone is a pedophile is not an opinion, nor is it trash talk. Sorry, Pat McAfee. And as far as the, well, you say things about people all the time argument goes. Yes, I do. It's not the same. It's not even close to the same. We say a lot of things on this show. We don't make up lies. In fact, we have a team of people who work very hard to sift through facts and reputable sources before I make a joke. And that's an important distinction, a joke about someone, even when that someone is Donald Trump, even a person <laughs> who lies from the minute he wakes up until the minute he's smearing orange makeup on his my pillow at night. <laughs> Kimmel last night. So... We expect to hear from Rogers today. Because this, this is, is regular yeah. McAfee appearance. So what does he do? He does something. He's I don't not, know what he does, but he doesn't leave it. Kimmel says, yeah, you know what he should do? He should apologize. I don't expect that, but that. that's what he should do. I can't imagine he will apologize. No, and I thought Kimmel went too far. I thought he, could, he had to address it, had to say something. But if you're going to make the argument of... Like, this has gotten dangerous. You've escalated into a zone where it shouldn't be, and here's my reason for that. Then, okay, but then you de-escalate, right? And you can say, well, he shouldn't have to. He made jokes. And like, I acknowledge they were funny. And I'm, far be it from me to defend Aaron Rodgers on any number of things. Don't really care what <laughs> happens to him. Cool, fine, whatever. My point is, I, I would think if Kimmel were seriously worried about these things, that it was causing trouble for his family, for people associated with him, that... You know, you throttle back then, man, and not because you're afraid of whatever, but if it's gotten to that point where it is seriously affecting your life and others around you, throttle back. Don't don't throttle up. It is great entertainment, right? (laughs) right. But you know, it's so funny is just how how this has become so accepted, though. And what I mean by that, can you imagine this would never happen? But could you imagine if Giannis said someone was a pedophile or inferred that someone was a pedophile? I mean that would not happen, right? right. You would. I can't. I can't. And if it did, everyone would be like, "Holy cow! What is Giannis doing?" Oh, but, you could like because he's a good guy. But here, Roger says this, and it's like, kind of what, <laughs> and what you would expect, right? Isn't that right. odd? And I get. I know he didn't say the <laughs> the p word, but he had right. obviously inferred the Epstein list. It's just fascinating how how we've gotten to this point where like anything goes, where we just say whatever we want to say and who cares if it's right or wrong and yeesh. So I'm curious. I'm very, very curious to see what he does today. We need a name for this. 
Because right, we have you have to brand oh, yeah. everything so that when you do the story tomorrow, it can't be can't be Rogers Gate or it's no. got to be something more creative than that. Kimmel, it's Kimmel v Rogers. Hmm. Hmm, that's lame. All right, we'll come up with a name of it because we have everything has to be labeled then, yes. so that we can continue and to capitalize on this strife. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Eight thirty three on Wisconsin's morning news. Eight forty one on Wisconsin's morning news. WTMJ Fleet Farm Storm Team alert all of Southeast Wisconsin in a winter storm warning that goes until three o'clock in the morning. We'll talk live with WTMJ meteorologist Craig Coplain about today's snow and potentially, potentially a bigger event that could hit later in the week. And then there's something else coming Sunday, I think originally, and then it gets cold. So all that with Craig in a moment. I want to tell you about this, another chapter in the ongoing tale of the guy whom we've branded Porny McChancellor. Lucky guy. That's all I'll say. Right? <laughs> uh, you can toast the former chancellor of UW Lacrosse now with a beer in lacrosse. More on that in a moment. If you haven't been paying attention, Dr. Joe Gao was fired by the UW Board of Regents as chancellor at UW Lacrosse. It was discovered he and his wife were openly promoting porn stars, porn sites, and themselves appeared in pornographic videos that were all posted online. We're thrilled to have the one and only Will Pounder on our show. So the Board of Regents didn't much care to hear the chancellor of one of their prized universities introducing Will Pounder as his next guest. Can't imagine on why the cooking show. That would be an issue. Yeah, so well neither could he. Remember we had <laughs> yes, we had I Dr. Remember. Gao on Wisconsin's Morning News. He didn't get what all the fuss is about. Nobody is forcing anybody to read anything or watch anything they don't want to. So you you have to be interested in this kind of material to go out and find sure. it. So it it really is you know, kind of, uh, I, I, I don't know what people are objecting to. They're objecting to, now you get a beer named after you. The Tribute Beer from 608 Brewing Company in La Crosse is Hot for Chancellor. That's the name? <laughs> That's the name of their beer. The art on the can is pretty silly. Yeah, too. it debuts today on their Facebook page. If folks know Lacrosse, I'm sure they know this place, 608 Brewing Company, craft brewery out there. Uh, Hot for Chancellor is a sour ale fruited with cherries, apricots, peaches, and vanilla. 5% ABV. Alcohol by volume. It's a brilliant maneuver. It's a great call. Available today in four packs and on tap as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Should I read some of the comments? Because he posted this on Facebook. Some of them I can't read. I literally cannot read on the radio. But you would enjoy them. Does it come with a blue pill? No, thank you. <laughs> so you get it? Gow chicka gow gow. <laughs> and is this available for everyone or only fans? Oh, wow. Well done, that one. You have to think on that one. Hot for Chancellor beer available today. 608 Brewing Company in La Crosse. And they think that's pretty cool. And that was the Marine that became a porn star. Yeah. yeah. Every Marine talks about becoming a porn star. And I guess I did it. Look at the in there. Wow. Craig Copley next. WTMJ forecast sponsored by Dave Drake Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. And live on the Tri-County Contracting Hotline with us this morning is WTMJ meteorologist Craig Copleen. Uh, so, Craig, when you were at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, was it Donna Shalala who was your it, it chancellor? Was, it was, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 
Okay. No further questions then. We'll just leave it. Let, let me, I have a question. Okay, good. Proceed I'd like to circle question. back if you don't mind. So you had you had uh, Joe Gao on the air for an interview. Do Indeed. I understand that right? Yes, he was real excited to be on the air. And you have subsequently dubbed him what? Porny McChancellor. So what you're saying is you've given up the the, uh, the thought of asking him back for another interview. <laughs> I think he'd come on. Yeah, I was going to say, Greg, I absolutely I think, he think he'd come on. You think he could still come yes, back with yeah. that moniker? Okay. In fact, he'd be happy about it. Right? What part of what part of anything he's done so far leads you to believe he'd like to conceal any aspect of his life? That is fair. <laughs> All right, man, let's let's get into this. Things starting to play out today, much as uh, you predicted when we yep. talked last. Definitely a big disparity between what folks along lakeshore communities are seeing and what they're seeing just a few miles from the lake. That's one of the biggest key messages of today. A huge difference in accumulation across Milwaukee County, and for that matter, anywhere within a couple miles of the lakefront and let's say four or more miles further inland. That is two, three, four inches probably tops within a couple miles of the lakefront. That means downtown Milwaukee, south to Bayview, St. Francis, south Milwaukee, even Racine, Kenosha, and north up the lakeshore to places like Shorewood, Whitefish Bay, Fox Point, Bayside, Port Washington, two to four inches for those communities. It's because the snow may even become mixed with or change over to rain at times right at the lakeshore. And also temperatures will be just warm enough there that there'll be some melting of the snow as it falls. Meanwhile, inland, and I mean by the, the Waukesha, Milwaukee County line and inland, six to 10 inches of accumulation. So from West Dallas and Wauwatosa West, Brookfield, Pewaukee, Waukesha, and Oconomowoc, places north to Germantown and West Bend, south to McGuanago and East Troy and Burlington, six to 10 inches there. Craig, I remember at one point you told us yesterday that you were thinking, what, between noon and five was going to be the uh, the brunt of it, if you will. Well, how's that timeline looking now? Almost perfectly still dead on. This What we're getting right now in parts of the area and what we got hours ago, this is all still the appetizer. The heaviest, I still think, Eric, is between noon and five, uh, probably at least half, if not even a little more, of the total accumulation that we get will fall during that time frame. So obviously that's going to mean a tough afternoon um, ride. And we're even going to continue to get some snow, although in a lighter fashion, after five o'clock. It probably doesn't shut down completely until midnight or so. So what you're saying is if you got nowhere to go and you don't have to, the the, the snowblower comes out at 5 p.m. Yeah, that's about okay, right. right. Or, then we get it all later, at once. If you, could, if you can wait a little bit later, yeah. but I wouldn't do anything before five. No, <laughs> I, I'm somewhat optimistic that the road crews will have some success keeping at least the the main roads just wet or mm-hmm. and worse slushy. Given how wet the snow is, the the salt they put down should work pretty efficiently. Now, <laughs> predicting road conditions is probably harder than even predicting the weather, so I probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> but but when you're talking about a wet, slushy snow, the salt takes care of it in a pretty efficient manner. All right, so what about Friday? Yeah, well, let me, I, I've got one even before that. Oh, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big one, but maybe another inch or so of snow Wednesday night. Oh, just a little fresh topper. Little topper, yeah. <laughs> little topper. Can I top that off for you? Uh, and then warm up Friday, especially Friday afternoon into Friday night, there are indications that that s- storm will be as strong 
or stronger than the one we're dealing with today. Of, as always, the track then of the storm is going to determine where the heaviest snow falls with that storm. Is it possible that it could go right over the Milwaukee area? Absolutely. But four days in advance, I can't say that with a lot of confidence that it will, but it is definitely on the table. Something to keep in mind. Hey, and then it looks like we get bitter cold. So you get the one, two, you know, get the, the snowy pattern then, and then it just, you get, when you walk over the snow, it's the crunch now. <laughs> like next week, I was seeing at least a day or two where yep. the highs don't crawl out of the single digits. Single digit highs on uh, at least Monday and Tuesday, maybe Wednesday as well. And, and I got below, no use for that. Bring the snow. I know well, a lot of people like it, but I ain't got no use for it right. below zero. One. That's right. right. That's right. And well below zero uh, at night. So we've 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 not only escaped any heavy snowstorms to this point, but we've really escaped any any real cold weather too. Um, Ulta, uh, obviously, it was going to hit us eventually, and this is the week. WTMJ meteorologist Craig Coplane live with us this morning. I know you're going to be busy with us through the day, Craig. Appreciate it very much. Absolutely. Glass half full yeah. is that now all those companies that have been you know, relying on some of this, whether it's ski hills or snow removal. My guy Ryan over yeah. at Great Lakes Landscape, you know, they, he's plowing the heck out of it today. Absolutely. <laughs> there. Right. I haven't heard from any plow jockeys today yet. Usually we'll get a text or two Too early yet, right? giving us a little update, but yeah, it's a little early. All right, I'll, I'll check in with my guy. Okay. Okay, you want to hear from Ryan? Yes. I <laughs> can line that up. <laughs> 8.54 on Wisconsin's Morning News. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. 8.57 on Wisconsin's Morning News. You can text the word SNOW to 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. The word is SNOW, and embedded in there you have the video of my ride into work today that showed you kind of the... Differing conditions, kind of a cool time lapse I put together. We've got the latest storm projection and timeline from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnansky. We'll get Coplane up there, too. He gave some good insight there. Actually, it was also great. Steve Scafidian studio. The uh, Nisnansky did it old school today. He had his kids. He <laughs> so forced cool. them to watch TV until they Oh, saw. that's the way you did it, man. Because <laughs> he already knew, so yeah. he knew he didn't I have to I saw his tweets them. last night, but that's the way we did it. Yeah. You're praying, hoping and praying, because yeah. we never got snow days. Now they've handed them out like candy at, at so Halloween. So we, we heard it live. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Yeah. Okay, it's a snow, snow day. Here we go. Oak Creek, off oh. l- last night at like 6 o'clock, we still have rain. Like, what are we doing here? How does this affect you at all? It doesn't. But I have three hours to fill here. <laughs> you know what you could do? You could go old school and just read the school closings. I should do <laughs> that. Should I furnish you a list? Hey, right. And the nine o'clock closing. hour today, and it'll probably be the whole nine o'clock hour, because the other thing we didn't do was business closings back in the day, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, just the schools were closed. Mm-hmm. Now we got, you know, Johnny's Fry Shack is closed, you know, today. You're closing early. <laughs> you know what? what? You got a problem with the Fry Shack? <laughs> right. You know what's fry. not closed today? They got great bars. sauce. All the bars wide open. They're probably open early today. Why not? Why not? Everybody's off, right? Or you can't, can the streamer see me working at home? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Here's the other thing we're talking I'm about. I'm WFH today. Work from home. Remember all that technology we invested in schools so they could have virtual learning for for snow days? How many school districts, let's raise your hands up, yeah, they're going to actually many. fire that up today. That's interesting. I Zero. Any, Zero. A bunch of zeros. Well, I'd just assume they call it off today and then, you know, like have an actual day of learning. Because I think the other thing we learn in all that is a lot of those virtual days are relatively worthless. Especially if you're just dropping one here, one there. Yeah. Right? Come on. Come on, kids. And adults. 
but we're going to have fun with it. Then, you know, ultimately we want to be safe. And if we're going to get some serious snow this afternoon, which sounds like you don't want people unified, you don't want people moving around in that. So I will be doing my show and then going straight home. Then you'll be working <laughs> from home. Yes, I will. Be, I will day. actually be working from home. Steve Scafidi is working from the studio next.